I think about like Leo's gifts are to shine so that other people shine, right? It really, you know, yes. we, we tend to get a bad rap of like, we're so <laughs> selfish and self-centered, but really it's like, take up the space so that others have that same permission to also take up that space. Aw, so um, you're kind of trendsetter or you're going to, you might start the action, but then others will, you hope that others follow. Yes, a hundred percent. And that's why like when I meet other Leos, like it's so funny i have a ton of leo friends like leos just gravitate <laughs> towards each other they, they do, do. Pack a leo. yes that leo leo connection i'm telling you that's like the best match oh i know jen's gosh. convinced that leo should be with leos i think yeah <laughs> i'll talk about that in a minute i'm not oh, sure yeah. i i like i'm not sure how i totally feel about that but i a hundred percent get it Welcome to Coco Astrology, the Chocoholic's Guide to the Universe. I'm Jen. And I'm Kara. In this podcast, two soul sisters hailing from planet Earth were brought together by the forces of the universe. We're here to take you on an otherworldly adventure, delving into the mystical cosmos and unlocking the secrets of the Zodiac. But hold on to your astral hats. That's just the tip of the galactic iceberg because we're doing it all while indulging in the ancient food of the gods, cacao. So buckle up, fellow earthlings. Grab your favorite bar. Because we're about to take you on a journey that will leave you craving chocolate and astrology like never before. Welcome to Coco Astrology. Welcome, welcome back, Earthlings and Chocoholics. We are still in Leo season. It's so good to be here again in the sun. Yes, (laughs) basking in the glorious sun. And I'm literally basking in so much sun because I am recording from Hawaii today, which is so fun because we've got a special guest coming up and we're all three in different time zones, which is hilarious. Yes, she's coming from Portland, Oregon, and I am here in Michigan. And so we've got all the time zones. So fun. So fun. So last week we talked about Leo celebs and compatibility and the flavor notes that match with Leo, which was so much fun. I mean, there's just so many celebrities we could, we could have like, that could have gone on for another two hours. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I now have memorized a lot of like, you know, I have a lot of information that's not very useful in my brain and it's people's (laughs) birthdays, all the Leo birthdays. So I was like, happy birthday, Obama on August 4th. And just, Totally. Uh, It is ridiculous. I know because there's a Leo celeb for pretty much every day in August, I think. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But we we really did go down the rabbit hole, but it was so much fun with you. Oh my gosh, it was so fun. And so um, before we get to our special guest, I just did want to talk a little bit about some of the things that are going on right now in the sky. Ooh, yes. There's some fun stuff. So for those of you who don't know, there's something called the Lion's Gate Portal. And that's happening on August 8th. Mm. And so it's a great time. It's just kind of like the gate into your royalty. And so you can really be aligned with your royal codes. And that's available for all signs, right? It's not just for Leos. It's for all of us. Right? <laughs> we'll go first, but <laughs> <laughs> through the portal, we'll go first. But then you can follow us. <laughs> right, of course, as usual. The Leo's going to lead. So, yeah. So that's happening on 8 8 and that's a special time. So if you don't know anything about it, look it up and do something special for that. That's a, that's a really special day. And then August 13th is also a special day because Venus will be directly in with the sun. And so oh, wow. it's a great time to be soaking in the sun. And it's so good for relationships and creativity. Oh, and I'm double. I'm a Venus in Leo and a sun Leo. So am I going to get extra sun, a tan, or what's happening? You might be. But also on August 15th and 16th, you know, it's really going to be drowned out by the sun. So you just have to be really careful because there's a lot of energy, sun energy happening on those days, mm. especially for your relationships. So one of the things you can do, which is kind of a fun thing to do, is to offer some water to all the sun's energy that's happening so if you want put out some water and let it soak up the sun in the morning and then just drink it all day or Mm. you can you know something like that where you can like really make sure you're well hydrated on those days because it's going to be a bright energetic time oh i love that and then as you know august 16th there's a new moon happening that's happening just before the next episode airs and so you know we talked about this before the new moon is a great time for manifesting so yes Mm-hmm. So now is the time, like, you know, get your, get your manifesting on, think about what you want to be out bright in the sun. You know what I'm saying? I love that because 
if Venus gets drowned out a little bit with the sun on the 15th and 16th, it's nice that the new moon you're taking things in so you can recharge, you know, recharge your battery, your creative juices. Like, I love that. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And then we talked a little bit about this with the episode with low, but Venus is in retrograde in Leo until September 3rd. So just don't forget that because that's kind of a big deal. And a lot of people tend to think of retrograde as a negative thing, but it doesn't always have to be that way. Like it's not like Mercury in retrograde, right? Which happens a lot more often, you know, Venus in retrograde only happens a couple of years, um, every couple of years. So I like to think of it as a sacred pause, a time to mm. kind of reevaluate and realign. And because it's in Leo, think about it as a way to realign with how you want to shine, like how you want to take up space in the world. That is a lot to think about, Jen, but it's all positive. And I think it's great now that I've, I have added holidays to my calendar every year to celebrate me. So let's see, <laughs> Lionsgate, <laughs> Venus soaking in the sun. I'm going to do all these things for myself. And it's my birthday week coming up soon. So um, we'll celebrate that next episode. Yes, I was just going to say, and all of this is leading up to your birthday. So for you, this is like, you know, just the pre-party, the pre-game. Yes, pre-game. And I will be sharing it with um, well, sharing it with the, our Leo guest. So we'll be talking to her soon about that. Absolutely. And then next week, we will be talking a lot more about what's going on with the planets and how it's affecting all the signs. But I just wanted to talk about those things since they're happening before the next episode airs. Thanks, Jen. That's That was really informative. And oh my gosh, I checked out the full moon um, on August oh. 1st. And that was just amazing. I don't know about you, but I could really feel that intense energy. And um, oh. it was just beautiful. It was so incredibly gorgeous and huge in the sky. I had a chance to really enjoy it a couple different nights. And I actually even woke up at 2.30 in the morning one morning and I could not go back to sleep. And so I thought, well, I might as well just go out and soak in the moon. And so I did. I went out there and just kind of did a little meditation to the full moon. It was incredible. Oh, that sounds lovely. I wish I was there in Hawaii right now. (laughs) Oh, it's beautiful here too. It's just incredible. Although it's not full anymore, as you know, it's a waning moon. Yes. So we get to the new moon and it's, uh, but it, man, it's extra special to see it in Hawaii over the ocean. I'll tell you that. Oh, wow. Well, we'll post a picture and I can't wait to jump into the planetary effects next week. But before we get to our guest, should we just share a little bit of chocolate to of pump ourselves up even more? Exactly. Got to have a little energy for our conversation, right? So exactly. what, chocolate- <laughs> what chocolate did you bring today, Akara? Well, I brought one of my absolute favorites and I've probably going to say this on repeat because I have a lot of favorites, but um, (laughs) this is dandelion chocolate. They're in a small batch in San Francisco, California. They are very innovative and one of the earlier um, bean to bar makers. They, I think they started in 2010 um, and they have, most of their bars are, are pure. They don't have any added inclusions. They make confections, but they, they really stick to like, true flavors of the beans. So they have 70% up to hundred percent. Most of them are about 70% cocoa. Mm-hmm. Um, and their packaging is beautiful. Like that reminded me of a lion right away, just and the, the bold regality um, just has this like cream paper packaging with gold, um, like printed emblems all around. And then when you open it inside the fo- it's gold foil that's enrobing the bar. Um, just and how cool, I just have to say really quick, too, that you picked, I mean, Dandelion, the name of the chocolate maker, is also yes. really appropriate for Leo's. And we had a chance to enjoy them together on one of my Chocolate for Breakfast episodes, remember? So we I did, yes. Yes, I love their chocolate so much. It's so good. So anyway, please continue. <laughs> oh, I love that you gave a shout out to Dandelions because um, it is one of the summer and leo representative flowers um so definitely the dandelion uh, name is just perfect the bar is just beautiful when you open it up it it's very simplistic very very perfect right so every little square um is just in perfect shine um perfectly molded and um in in squares it's actually pre-cut squares So when I take one off, which this bar is 70%, it's from Uganda. Mm. Um, And you don't find a lot of chocolate from Uganda um, or bean-to-bar chocolate that they actually list the sourcing. This is from the Semaliki Forest in Uganda. And Mm. that is one of the countries that has 
high lion population. So speaking oh, of wow. lions, how yeah. perfect. Perfect. And so um, I'm just going to get into it and taste it right now. All right. I can't wait to hear what flavor notes you're picking up. Mm, so what I'm picking up right away is a sweetness, kind of like um, maybe a nectarine or a peach. So it's got that like almost like in between an orange and a plum, like it's not tart. It's very sweet. And then I'm also getting like, wow, it's almost like, like a tea cake or something. I don't know. I'm picking up almost like a really delicious cake, fruity cake that represents summer, like a strawberry shortcake in a way. Yeah. Um, but it's described to as similar to tropical punch. So kind of has that, like fruit punch taste and then also mm. notes of banana and cream cheese. So I'm not quite getting the cheesy note, but maybe when I'm done melting it on my tongue, because <laughs> sometimes you get, they hit at different points, right? Totally. I totally know what you mean. Mm. But it's perfect for a, a summer party. So for Leo, that, that deep red fruit note, but also kind of a, a little bit lighter, like that sweetness. Um, so maybe this is another good pairing bar, but it's it's definitely mm. screaming Leo to me because it's still bold. The chocolate still kind of reigns supreme. Mm, that sounds delicious. You're making me jealous. So because of that, I'm taking a bite of my chocolate. <laughs> yes. Tell me about your chocolate, Jen. So yeah, I found a bar in Hawaii, of course, and I found a bar that is really representative of Hawaii. It has this picture on the front of this kid who's about to jump in the ocean with all the snorkeling gear on and oh, it's called, I, it. I know, right. And the, and the bar is called lime in the coconut and it's Ooh. a, the chocolate maker is Onomia and it's grown and made in Hawaii. So the ingredients in the bar are basically sugar, cacao from Hawaii, uh, cocoa butter and co- coconut as well as mm. lime essential oil. So oh, I love that. So I'm yeah. curious, what is the lime? How does that, you don't hear of a lot of bars that use lime. So I'm curious, like, what does it do to the chocolate properties or when you're tasting it, does it brighten it up your mouth? <laughs> yes. I was just going to say, that's why I picked it because besides the fact that it's in Hawaii and I'm here, the lime yes. is also a great flavor profile for Leo's because it is such a bright flavor. And it's, it's a fruit that is grown in the sun, you know, usually in places where it's really bright and, and sunny. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because it's lime essential oil that they put in here. So it's interesting because the lime, like as soon as you take a bite, you can just really, the lime almost takes over the flavor. And then it sort of melts into this like strong chocolatey, um, almost like whipped cream flavor, which sounds weird, Ooh. but that's what comes to mind when I'm tasting it. And it really does remind me a little bit of a key lime pie. You know, like when you get that taste of a key lime pie, it has that yes, strong, like... it's one of the best desserts. <laughs> yes, yes. It has that key lime, you know, flavor like, right away. And then it melts into this, like, yummy chocolate flavor. And what's really interesting about this bar is it's very, like, there's not a lot, huge snap when you snap it. And it doesn't actually say on the bar, like, what percent of cacao it is. I don't know if it's a 70%, 60%. I would actually guess it's around 60 mm-hmm. just because – and I'm guessing that the reason why it's so soft, it's hard to tell because I'm in Hawaii, right, where it's a little bit warmer. So that could be affecting the snap. But I think yes. it's partly because it's got some coconut cream in there. So I have a feeling that it's – it reminds me, actually, of the inside of a truffle bar. You know, maybe a little bit harder than, than the truffle part – but it, it like really kind of melts in your mouth like a truffle would. Oh, that does sound very royal and very, um, I don't know, uh, decadent, if you will. Yeah. So and I also think that the back, sounds perfect. Yeah. And also in the back, it does say best place, best taste. That's Onomia. So that sounds a little bit like a Leo as well. <laughs> yes, I'm the best. <laughs> exactly. Of course, the best ingredients. And what we've discovered as people are listening is that <laughs> Leo chocolates, we we can make anything work for Leo because Leos can step into something and make anything work for them, right? Because they're self-centered, so they can bring it all to them. <laughs> <laughs> so when Makes we sense taste these chocolates, we're like, oh yeah, this is good for Leo. This is good for Leo. But really, I do, I think that was spot on with the just that brightness, like the lines in the sun and 
I don't know. I think it's perfect, Bonamia. So good job, Jen. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm just going to keep eating this while you introduce our guest, Cara. <laughs> All right, Earthlings. We are ready to introduce our special guest for this Leo episode. Jen, I can't wait for you to talk to Carissa, one of my first friends I made in Portland. Me too. I'm so excited. Welcome, Carissa. Hi. Yes. Thank you both for having me here. This is super fun and I'm excited. Yes, we, I mean, not only are you a Leo, Carissa, which of course is why we're having you on here, but you are an enthusiast of all things astrology um, and you are a teacher, a passionate educator. And I wanted to bring that up because last week we talked about celebrities and how everybody who's a Leo is a celebrity. And that's not exactly true. We do have people in the field of higher education and um, teaching and counseling and lots of different careers. So you're a great model and representation of that. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Just in general, I think Leos make good leaders and teachers, the best teachers know how to lead the classroom, right? So I'm excited to learn more about you and and what it's like for you to be a Leo, Carissa. But I would love to know how you and Cara met. Yeah, so Cara and I actually met at Portland State University. We were in the same educational class together, getting our master's degree. And it was just sort of like instant connection. You know, we both started talking and realizing that we both had a passion for dance. Um, mm-hmm. And so Love we that. became, I know, yeah, we became dancing buddies. And um, I mean, even to this day, years later, what, 12 years later, yeah. um, <laughs> long time, lots of things have changed. But um, when I think about, you know, my first introduction moving to Portland, because I'm originally from Texas. And so I had just moved to the Pacific Northwest and I didn't have a lot of friends. Um, and Cara and I would just go dancing all the time and she yes, just had so much energy. Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> it was so fun. Such great times and memories. Yeah. I, oh, I love that, Chris. I, I always thought of you as one of the first people that I felt comfortable with in Portland. Cause you know, it's, it's hard to move to a new place. I think we both had moved around the same time and we just became instant friends, as you said. And, um, I remember also (laughs) like we were in a project together and I think, you know, we were very, very much into, I could tell you were a very creative person. And I know that's a trait of a Leo um, to be very imaginative and I could already tell right away. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Good time. I love that you guys have so much in common with how me and Cara met too. We went through dance and we both like really like kind of like had a sort of synchronicity around our creativity and an idea, um, you know, that kind of thing, ideation. So I think that's so cool. And I, I'm like so excited to get to know you more, Carissa, because I mean, you know, Cara's not in Portland anymore, but you know, you and I can still go dancing together. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love oh, that. No, I'm jealous. <laughs> my Leo jealousy is kicking in. <laughs> No, but that's, that's a quality of Aaliyah too. I love bringing people together. And I, I know you do Carissa, cause you were always bringing new people into the mix and, and wanting people to feel comfortable and connected. Oh yeah. That's definitely a, a big trait of Leo, right? Is like, they're the organizers, the gatherers, like they build community wherever they go. I mean, I think if any of my friends were to say, what's one thing, you know, you know, comes to your mind when you think of Chris, I would probably be like hosting parties. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you are a great host, you and, and Zach, um, which we'll talk about, but um, yeah. when, when is your birthday, Carissa? Cause not only do we have a lot in common, but we have that in common too. <laughs> Right. Yeah, we're actually one day apart um, in terms of birthdays. And so my birthday is August 20th, which technically makes me also a, um, a cusp. So mm-hmm. some of that Virgo traits. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And then, and, you know, I always consider myself like a triple Leo. So if we get into like talking a little bit more about birth chart, like my son is Leo, my rising is Leo. And then I also mm. have a Mars and Leo. Uh, wow that's amazing so what is what do you think that it makes you like how do you think that's like manifesting in your life especially the Mars and Leo I'm curious about that yeah so recently I've gotten more into studying um, the different planets that are in my birth chart and what that means for me and how to work with those planets Um, so you know I think about like 
the planets, the signs, and then what houses they are in. And this, this is part of astrology that I'm just now over the last few years kind of exploring and learning a lot more about. So the planets are almost like, if you think of it as like astrology is like a, like our life is like this play, right? Mm, mm-hmm. um, Such a Leo thing to say. <laughs> mm, I love I this. I love this perspective. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so the planets are the actors or actresses in, in our life, right? The who, who we are. Um, and then mm-hmm. the signs would sort of be like the costumes or the styles that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the houses, I think of it as like, and this is, you know, accrediting Chani Nicholas, which I am super fond of. And I have oh, the yes. app and her book and learned a lot about astrology through her work. Um, mm-hmm. But the houses would be like the set, right? So the where mm-hmm. it happens in our chart. Right. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. And in terms of having like a Mars and Leo, like Mars is the planet of action, right? It's also like our drive, our internal force and drive. A lot of people think of it as like the passion sign, or, right? you know, even connected to like our sexuality. Um, and so having my Mars and Leo, which is already um, a sign that is very like creative and self-expressive and you know, really focused on the self, right? And right. Identity, mm-hmm. our life force. And so having that, you know, take place in the planet of Mars is like, I think of it as really ambitious people. Um, yes. And, you know, I mean, Beyonce is an example. Her Mars is in Leo. Oh, <laughs> so I love I- that you know that. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Yeah, as you were talking, I was thinking that too, because Mars is like, you know, you said is go-getters and Leo are already go-getters. So like you, you've got to be like super, like super, super ambitious and super, like, I just love that. Totally. Yeah. And that's kind of like, if, if I look back on my life, like even from a young child, like I was like, I want to start my own business. And I was obsessed with the babysitters club. And so I was like, I'm going to start the baby, you know, I tried to start my own business and put out flyers in my neighborhood and I'm 10. Um, (laughs) um, and through my life, like I've just been very motivated in my career. And so I went to college and, you know, became a teacher. And then it was just like one progression after another of like, okay, then I'm going to be an instructional coach. And last Mm -hmm. year I was a principal. Um, Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, And, you know, this coming year, I'm actually going to start working on starting my own business, still connected to education in that realm. Um, But I think like having my Mars and Leo just has it, like I'm super ambitious and I'm always like, okay, I, what's, what's next, you know, like nothing's going to stop me. If I put my mind to something, like I will make it happen. Um, You know, Carissa, I always, I always thought about you that way. Like since I met you, I've noticed that in you and, and I, you know, as a Leo, like I, I think that I have ambition and passion, but it's not, Yours is so amplified and I noticed it in your career path. I noticed like all of these um, opportunities that you've taken on and, and you're not going to stop. Like I've noticed that about you and um, maybe it's also, I don't know if you ever thought about being a Virgo cusp or if you have any um, Virgo in you or that kind of tendency towards perfection, if you, if you are drawn Mm -hmm. to that too. Um, But I see that in you and um, yeah, which is why why I, I think I'm like drawn to you as a leader too. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I definitely think having Virgo, you know, my Mercury is in Virgo, my Venus is mm. in Virgo and my moon is actually, I, I think part of the reason why I, you know, helps with my ambition side is it's my moon is in Capricorn, which is a very ambitious like business like you know yes. like we see it to the end type sign at least when I think of Capricorn that's what I think of me too um yeah yeah isn't Capricorn the opposite of Leo on the chart or is that Aquarius I think that's yeah that would actually be Aquarius uh my sister sign so oh, yes yeah. tell us more about that do you does are you drawn to Aquarii So I know in your last episode, you talked a lot about like Leo matches, which was um, for me, super accurate, right? Like the fire signs and the air signs are, you know, in my own life have been the most compatible to my Mm. sign. Um, 
but the Aquarius, which is the sister sign. So if you think of like the Zodiac wheel, they sit polar opposite and it's, Mm -hmm. you know, to, to whatever your sign is. Um, and it's always going to be an element that's complemental to your own sign. So it's Mm. an air sign. Um, and while there's like a polar opposite dynamic happening, sister signs share core values in life. And so there's usually, at least in my experience, been like when I do meet an Aquarius, which isn't very often, surprisingly, but when I do, it's like this instant cosmic, like spiritual connection. Dang. Um, I know it's, <laughs> it's been super intense. And so like, for example, my lifelong best friend, the only like relationship that I've maintained from my younger days, we met when we were 10, she's an Aquarius, I'm a Leo, and we've stayed best friends for 30 years. Wow. Um, yeah. And it's just, you know, there's some tension, of course, because we're both fixed signs. So we both are, you know, our modalities is fixed. And so Mm -hmm. we can both be very stubborn and (laughs) um, opinionated. But I think in terms of like having a core value, both are very much connected to freedom and self-expression. It just shows up and like we have different approaches to how that manifests in our life. So Aquarius is, you know, big picture thinking, collective visionary where Leo is really connected to the self. Um, But both share that core value of like authenticity, um, bettering society. It's just the approach is polar opposite. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I, I love my Aquarius friends and the connection that I do have with that sign. In fact, I have this one vivid memory of me and my friend many years ago being at a, we were, we were at a bar and, you know, here I am gathering all of these strangers on the dance floor. <laughs> try, try, like, there's no dance party happening. It was just like a bar, but I was like, no, we're going to have a dance party. And so I get all of these people out to the dance floor. I'm like barefoot, having the time of my life. And like, I look up to find my friend and they're like in the corner surrounded by like this team of like older baseball players and just having like this intense conversation and we like exchange this look of just like yes I got you like you do you and I do me Um, oh wow like a cosmic understanding yeah yeah like Aquarius is freedom lovers like they're never gonna try to tame a Leo like that's just not in their nature like they love freedom Um, And so I've always felt very just like understood and seen in the presence of an Aquarius um, that I have not experienced with another sign. And it's really beautiful. Oh, I love that. That's cool. You, you mentioned too, that your moon sign is Capricorn. Is that right? Yes. So how do you feel about that? Because I know Capricorns and Leos don't always get along great. So (laughs) how does that, like, is it like an internal struggle for you? (laughs) Yeah, actually for a long time, I was just like, God damn this Capricorn moon messing up my Leo vibe. Like what is going on? (laughs) (laughs) Like stay practical, stay grounded, Carissa. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And you know, over the years, like I'm learning to just kind of work with it. And I think that's the beauty of you know, for me, understanding astrology and understanding like how I can learn to work with the gifts that each sign brings. And mm. so um, knowing that I have this Capricorn moon, which I do think it helps with, you know, my career path and ambition and like keeps me going. And, you know, when things get hard, like they, they will see things through. But also knowing that there's limitations with my Capricorn moon when I get to be too serious or I forget that I need to be enjoying what I'm creating, right? Like for me, mm-hmm. like it's all about joy and vitality. And like if I'm forgetting that, I'm missing the bigger picture. And so it's just a matter of me learning to work with that sign. Yeah, and I, I can see yeah. how those two together actually as a as a part of the same person would actually maybe be very complimentary rather than I think one of the reasons why Capricorn and Leo don't get along always is because they both want power. Right. And yes. so, you, but you, those are both part of you. So you get to use those both to your advantage. Ooh, yes. Totally. <laughs> yes. hundred percent. When I feel, cause I personally I have a, a lot of Virgo in me and I'm a cusper and um, well, my moon is in Libra. 
So that's air sign. So I feel like that's compatible with my um, sun sign. But sometimes I do feel that like struggle just in general of like the practicality versus I talked about in the last episode um, versus feeling expressive or doing the things for enjoyment, right. Or for pleasure. And I feel like what I need to do when, I don't know if you feel this way, Carissa, but if you get down or feel like just depressed or not sure, lack of motivation, do you turn to yourself and think about what are the things that I love? Like, I mean, that's that self part, right? Like what is going to bring me joy and then just go out and do it. (laughs) I mean, I'm curious about your approach to that because I sometimes can get caught in that, that sinking feeling. But if I just go dance or if I just go sing a song, I, I feel better. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. And, you know, as I've gotten older, I've really gravitated more to embodiment and mindfulness work. And so I have a pretty solid mindfulness meditation practice that is key to my well-being. Um, and that is, you know, knowing that I can struggle with perfectionism and that I can, you know, like get so tunnel focused at times where like I lose sight of just being here in the moment and enjoying what's in front of me, mm-hmm. um, which I think is some, you know, can be characteristics of Virgo and also Capricorn, right? Those solid earth signs. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so I, my embodiment practice and my mindfulness practice is like my opportunity to just sort of check in with myself and know like, okay, what's coming up for me? Like, how am I feeling? How is my body feeling? Like, am I feeling this tension or, you know, am I, am I noticing this pattern that I can sometimes get in where I'm spiraling and I'm like, you know, not being present and, and focusing on joy and, you know, meaning and, and just loving what I have right now. So yeah, I bring myself back to my mat and my cushion and I meditate and I, you know, try to figure out what's going on and give myself whatever it is I'm needing at that moment, which has really been life-changing for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And learning how to work with, you know, the planets that are in my chart and the signs and, and specifically the houses. So going back to, um, you know, what we were talking about in the beginning with our birth chart and the houses. So I have, you know, a Leo, obviously Leo, my son is in Leo and it happens to be in the first house, which is all about the body. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's like, you know, all of this theme of like self (laughs) identity, self identity, like really understanding who I am is so key to my well being, Um, and knowing that, you know, I have to do things in my life that are really heart centered. Um, and I think Leo's already a sign that is very heart focused. And so like meditation and yoga, like I've taken up hot yoga recently, mm. which I have like a love hate relationship with. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like being in the sun, Carissa? <laughs> I do, oh. but I don't like to sweat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, tell us about, you were, you were telling me about a book you've been um, interested in lately. That's all about this, right? This connection between astrology and your body. Yeah. So I've been reading this book called Body Astrology by Claire Gallagher. And it's um, basically this guide to how we can work with the stars and our natural bodies to, you know, improve our well-being and our mental health and just know, like, what is it that our specific bodies need at a specific time in our life? Um, Mm. And it's really been fascinating. Um, And again, going back to, like, knowing that, okay, I'm, my son is in Leo, my rising is a Leo, right? It happens to be in the first house. And so all of this self-development, self-awareness is really key to my well-being and kind of maximizing Um, you know, that working with that has been really helpful for me. And I think that's why like yoga is super helpful for my body because there is a little bit of self-expression, but I'm really in touch with my body, right? When I'm, when I'm doing yoga and when I'm meditating, like body is key to those, Mm -hmm. those activities. And so it really brings me a lot of joy and fulfillment to know that like, I'm learning to work with my body and I'm learning to understand my body. In my younger days, it was like, you know, I was really into like theater and dance and, you know, singing and writing all of these things that again, are self-expressive and creative Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, obviously Leo's love that. Yes. <laughs> oh no. The Leo's love the limelight, please. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, as I've gotten older, it's kind of manifested in a way of like, well, how can I work with that energy that also, you know, centers my well-being and my mental health and my emotional health and my physical health. Um, which I, I just love yoga for those reasons. Like it hits all of that. It's funny because yoga, also a, a science that is Vedic, right? And Ayurveda in general, their philosophy is really based in astrology. A lot of people don't know this, but Ayurveda really is the study of your body as a, as a, according to the planets. So some people don't know that, but it's basically you know, the a whole idea that the zodiac lies within your body is actually kind of comes from that, you know, Ayurveda study, which yoga is a part of. So that's really cool that you've discovered that because that makes sense that it's very symbiotic for you. Yeah, totally. I mean, it, it really has helped my mental health and my well-being. So yeah, that makes total sense. So tell us, Carissa, more about like any challenges you found, found as a Leo. Are there, are there certain things that like you, you know, come across that, you know, you butt heads against like, dang, that Leo part of me or even any other part of your birth chart, your, your Virgo cusp in you or Capricorn, any of those things? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, all of the typical things that we think about Leo, like really loud, like bigger is better, you know, go bigger, go home. Like (laughs) I love that about myself. And I also know that that can be too much at times. Um, And so specifically in my career path, now that, you know, I'm in leadership, um, I have to be really aware of how I'm showing up in spaces Mm -hmm. and, I know that I have that part of me that can be really loud, you know, can get really excited and sometimes like talk over people and maybe take up too much space. (laughs) Um, So, and I'm really aware too, like, I can't remember how to work the DVD system or the TV or anything, but I can remember everybody's birth chart. Like those are just things that just like stick with me. Mm. Um, and so when I'm in a space with other folks that I know might be earth signs or water signs, I really try to be mindful of how much space I'm taking up because I know that like they can Mm. get really annoyed with that Leo part of me. That's like really out there. Um, so that's definitely something that like, you know, as I've gotten older, I try to be really aware of is like, how am I showing up in space when I'm with other people who might not, you know, value the same things that I do or express themselves in the same way that I do? And how can I be mindful of, of what they might need in that, in that moment? That's so thoughtful of you, Carissa. And you know, what's really interesting is I think Leo's kind of get a bad rap for being selfish, but they're actually very thoughtful and compassionate and giving. And so I, I think that just shows that Leo side of you doing that. Yeah, hundred percent. And really what I think it's about is like, are we in right relationship with ourselves? Right. Cause we all have these unique gifts that we are meant to share with humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is a gift of a Leo. And then there's also the shadow part of that. Right. And so it's like, am I mm-hmm. being aware of my shadow side? Right. Am I yes. in right relationship with myself right now? And I really, again, I always go back to like mindfulness and my meditation practice, which you know, has provided me the tools and the skills to be able to do that in real life. Without that, um, I, (laughs) who knows where I'd be right now. (laughs) I love that. So if you are in tune with your body, which is, as you mentioned, in your first house, it's Leo, and that's self, right? Looking at yourself, then you're more able to open yourself up to others and to understand and be compassionate to what others need. And I think, you know, Jen and I talked about that is what makes a Leo uh, a little more well-rounded is that even though we, we do have this ego and this pride that we hold on to, we also want others to feel like part of the community, just like you getting people on the dance floor. You want others to feel um, like that sense of joy that you're experiencing because that's how you thrive. Yes, totally. And like, when I think about the specific gifts that Leo have, you know, like, And when I think about like, am I being in right relationship with myself and with my gifts and with the other people who are sharing this space with me, um, specifically when I think about leadership, right? Like you really need to be mindful of everybody in the room. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think about like Leo's gifts are to shine so that other people shine, right? It really, you know, yes. we, we tend to get a bad rap of like, we're so <laughs> selfish and self-centered, but really it's like, take up the space so that others have that same permission to also take up that space. Oh, so um, you're kind of trendsetters or you're going to, you might start the action, but then others will, you hope that others follow. Yes, a hundred percent. And that's why, like, when I meet other Leos, like, it's so funny. I have a ton of Leo friends. Like, Leos just gravitate <laughs> towards each other. They, they do. do. Pack a lion. Leo. Yes, that Leo-Leo connection. I'm telling you, that's like the last match. (laughs) I know Jen's convinced that Leo should be with Leos, I think. (laughs) Yeah, I'll talk about that in a minute. I'm not sure. I I like, I'm not sure how I totally feel about that, but I 100% get it. Because when I do meet another Leo, like recently, a couple years back, I met for the first time ever my birthday twin. And (laughs) we have become like... I know it's so awesome. And oh my gosh, like we now share, we, which is not very Leo of us, but we, for the past couple of years have been like hosting co-party, like birthday parties together. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. I know. But it's great because like I said, like I have to, I spend so much time trying to be mindful of how much space I'm taking up when I'm in, you know, a group setting, especially at work. But like when I get with another Leo, like all of that goes away <laughs> and it's just like, we know. like we're gonna take up this space and we're to other people it probably looks like we're I've had some people be like are y'all fighting I'm like no this is like how Leos talk to each other when we get around each other (laughs) very bold very sassy very uh, oh yes yeah yeah like total permission yes Mm -hmm. just to be ourselves and like know that we don't have to be mindful at that moment of how we're showing up because we get it (laughs) we do oh I love that (laughs) yes Speaking of your partner, I'm just curious, um, do you, do, what sign is your partner? Do you have one? And, and, you know, obviously it doesn't sound like they're a Leo. <laughs> well, no, but yes and no. So my partner, we've been together, you know, almost 14 years now, which whew, long, long wow. time. Yes. I know. Congrats. <laughs> Leos yes. are loyal though. Mostly. They are loyal. Yeah, they are. I do have a heart. Like normally I don't last super long in relationships. Um, and I like move around mm. a lot. This is, I, my birth chart is made up of primarily Leo and Sag. <laughs> yes. Oh, kind of um, contrasting in that way, right? Huh. Yeah. So I think that's where like my wandering and like, you know, my need for like excitement and like moving on and exploring comes in. Um, but my part, my current partner, um, we've been together off and on for a really long time and he is a Gemini. Um, oh, which Yes. And I... <laughs> I am a huge advocate of like the fire and air just works so well together, at least from my experience and for me. Um, mm-hmm. But his rising is a Leo. So ah, there you go. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. And it works really, really well until it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us more about both. Like what works really well with the two. And also, yeah, fascinating that he's arising in Leo because I've met him, uh, Jen, and he's definitely has this Leo energy. I, I'd say like right off the bat. Oh, I yeah. love that. Yes. Yes. Well, you know, Gemini is an air sign. And so compatible with fire signs, right? Like those two elements work really well with each other and complement each other's nature very well. I always say he's like the air to my fire. Mm, Um, And Gemini really, I, I love Gemini because, you know, they're great communicators. Like they're so validating and like words of, you know, affirmations and love language and all of that. Like they're Leo's cheerleader and Leo Mm. loves a cheerleader. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Indeed. Um, So both signs are really optimistic, super playful, you know, kind of childlike. And so we have a ton of fun together, like always going on adventures um, always playing, always laughing. Like that's the core of our relationship. And, you know, like I, like I mentioned, like Leo, at least for me, like I love to be validated (laughs) at my core. Right. (laughs) And I love to be recognized and Gemini is a very attentive lover and partner. And so like, they really feel that need that Leo has Mm -hmm. um, in a beautiful way. And then having his rising be Leo, um, 
and my rising Belio, it like just works so well because we have a ton of energy together. Like we get it where we come into conflict with each other. And I think that's like the Leo and Leo side of us is mm-hmm. <laughs> when we're <laughs> fighting for space. <laughs> <laughs> Fighting to be the party host or? Yes. Yes. Like at parties, I'm like, mm, you are in my limelight right now. Get yeah. <laughs> I could see you both trying to play like different music or something. Like, mm-hmm. who's, who's in charge? Oh, yeah. Definitely the music. Um, I usually end up getting my way, though. Thankfully, you know, there's that Gemini yes. <laughs> placement. <laughs> Um, but no, ultimately like it works really well for us and we have a lot of fun. Um, you know, we, um, have two children together and, um, one of them is a Gemini and the other is an Aries. And so our house is just like fire. I know it's like fire and air combo and it's so much fun. (laughs) That's cool. That works really well. What a great family dynamic. I know. Yeah. We got really fortunate in that way. Um, and you know, it's it's a lot of energy in this house. (laughs) (laughs) My, um, oldest daughter, who's actually from another partnership, she's a Scorpio. She's like a double Scorpio. And so poor her, she like gets in the house and she's just like, Oh my God, (laughs) so much energy. Like I need my alone time in my space. She's, she's 20. So she's not living with us anymore, but um, growing up in this house, I'm sure like it was a lot for her Scorpio nature. <laughs> we'll see. You recognize that. And I'm sure you, you do make space for her and, and you know, who yes. she is. Totally. Yeah. And that's, that's been cool. Like raising a double Scorpio, like, cause Leo and Scorpio are like, oh my God, so opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, having that experience has really helped me learn to be mindful of, you know, other folks and what other people need and like giving people the space and like learning when to turn down the energy and the loudness. I'm curious what your favorite season is since you have like such different influences around you and in your, in your, in in your uh, charts. Oh my God. Summer, like hands (laughs) down. I live for summer like August is my favorite month not just because it's my birthday month but (laughs) thanks for saying that you know (laughs) keeping the ego Um, in check that's good right I love sunflowers like that's my favorite Mm. flower and I love uh, yes every like my my wedding celebration was all sunflower themed and um, I grow sunflowers in my garden and I've really gotten into like eating with the seasons in mind. And so knowing Mm. that I love summer and I love like all the brightness that summer brings of, Mm. you know, the reds and the oranges and the yellows, like I've started a medicinal garden. And so I'm learning. Yeah. That's really cool. I know. And I'm like growing all of these bright colored edible flowers that I love to put in like a summer (sighs) salad and um, Are you growing calendula or dandelions by chance? I am. Yes. Yes, I am. Uh, (laughs) um, I actually made some dandelion shortbread cookies the other day. (laughs) Oh, that sounds amazing. How Leo of you. That does sound delicious, though. (laughs) I know, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah, my favorite color is red or marigold yellow. Um, And I just, I love the warmth of summer. Like, my happy place is sitting in a body of water, usually a river, maybe a lake, just floating, basking in the sun with, like, a Coors Light in hand. (laughs) (laughs) And I know that for a fact because I've, I've hung out with you and we've gone tubing and we also, I was at your wedding and it was just so fun. Like I, I definitely think of it as one of the, here's a compliment to you, Leo, fellow Leo, but it was one of the best weddings that I've attended. I think it was so much fun. Thank you. I thought the same thing. I was like, I'm just waiting for one of my friends to throw one of these weddings now (laughs) so I can just attend. But just not as good. No, just kidding. Thanks, Cara. I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, I think our wedding, actually, that's a really great reference, right? Like for specifically Zach and I, right? Like this Leo Gemini combo, like we threw this giant wedding out in the woods and had all of our really close loved ones there. And we really wanted like a weekend long celebration. Mm -hmm. Um, 
in the woods with water, you know, like we had a body of water nearby and it was just like this giant festive party for two days. Um, and it was so great. And I think it really represented the, you know, combination of our two natures and personalities, um, and how that manifested in, you know, this celebration that we hosted. Oh, and just like a Leo, you probably wanted it to keep going, right? The party. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, That's one hard. of the downsides of a Leo is like knowing when, again, like knowing when to turn that off. I'm like, I never want to turn it off. Once I'm yeah. in that mode, can I just stay in this mode forever? <laughs> yeah, it is hard. It's hard. And we, we get nostalgic too about the past and we reflect a lot. And I feel like sometimes I have to step out of that and be like, okay, live in, like you've said, live in the present and what's right in front of me. Um, yeah. So I can see that yoga is really helpful. Oh yeah, definitely. For sure. Of course we have to talk about chocolate, Carissa. So I'm curious yeah. if you're a chocolate lover and if so, what is your favorite chocolate? Yeah. So I actually don't tend to eat a ton of chocolate in my life, but what I do love and I've always loved is I love dark chocolate mixed with like pepper flavors, Mm. like chili pepper flavors. So Mexican hot chocolate is like always my go-to if I do eat chocolate. Um, And I love like, just like that bold, dark chocolate flavor mixed with like the cinnamon, vanilla, and the cayenne pepper. Um, And I do think like, (laughs) you know, that Leo in me that like loves boldness, it's like, you know, Mm -hmm. like there's so many things happening in your mouth at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. The fire from the the herbs and the spices and um, yeah, just that boldness that we were talking about last week or two weeks ago, Jen, when we were talking about how um, it was the drink of the gods, right? This royal drink. And a lot of times they put the chili you know, the yes. chili peppers and the spices in there. So really your royalty, Carissa, is what no. <laughs> comes down to. Well, I already knew that, but thank you. <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> I love that too, that you like it admitted that you love so many different flavors. Like that's t- such an extravagance of, of the Leo as well. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I think too, um, when you were mentioning your daughter's a Scorpio, when I think of like, what would be the perfect, and we'll get to this when we get to Scorpio too, is perfect combo with Leo and Scorpio. And I think that, that chocolate with the spices is, is, so you two should enjoy a bar or a drink together that has those things in it. That's, that's all I'm saying. Ooh, yeah. No, that's a great idea. She loves chocolate. Oh my God. She's obsessed with chocolate. And I think, you know, both Scorpio and Leo are very intense signs. They're both fixed signs too. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, So that makes perfect sense that, yeah, chocolate like that with bold flavors, the intensity of it would, would pair with both signs. Yeah. It might be a great way to connect with her. I love that. Yeah. That's a great idea. I was remembering too at your wedding um, that I was with a Scorpio at the time. You remember? <laughs> oh, I do and remember. so that was not maybe, I mean, there were lots of strengths, but it just, you bringing that up, I was like, oh, well, maybe that's why it didn't work out. But we <laughs> 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 and Scorpio. Um, I have one more question for you, Carissa, before we jump into trivia, because we each have a trivia question we want to ask you. Um, I'm awful yeah. at trivia. <laughs> but um, I mentioned in a post recently that Leos love their long hair. And since I've known you, your, your hair has been long. Um, <laughs> when you were a kid, did your mom ever make you cut your hair off and you didn't want to? <laughs> no, no. My mom was actually, thankfully, like really supportive of my self-expression. And like, I was always playing with new hairstyles, dyeing my hair, like raw, wild colors. I had a perm for a really long time. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> oh I was my like, God, how so much bigger can I get my hair? <laughs> <laughs> That lion mane just flow, right, Jen? Exactly. That's exactly right. I think that's perfect for Leo. Yeah. In fact, the only time I had short hair, I think it was 17 or 18, I was like dyeing my hair like wild. And so it was like dyed long, like to my butt almost, black hair. And I was like, I want bleach blonde hair. And so I bleached my hair so many times that it actually fell out and broke oh, no. off. Oh my god. <laughs> it was 
was awful. Oh my God. I was so devastated. And so I had really, really, really short hair for a while. And that's like the only time in my life that I've had short hair. (laughs) I might've seen those pictures, but. Oh dear God. I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) So it is true. That's good. I'm glad you're validating my, my uh, hypothesis there. Oh yes. And I, you know, the reason this is so silly and very Leo of me, but I love to get on the dance floor and like twirl my head around so that my hair just spins. <laughs> Hairography. <laughs> I've so seen like, that, I, I think. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you've seen it. Um, so I'm like, I have to have long hair to be able to do that. I love to whip my hair around to you. I definitely, I definitely can see some of these like hidden Leo aspects of myself, you know, as we know, like all the signs have, you know, aspects that we all can enjoy, but um, yes. yeah, I definitely love that too. <laughs> I know you've got a little of it in you and because we're the luminaries, I think, you know, we talked about this, the the moon and the sun, like the opposites kind of go together too. Like we both know oh, we're yeah. the best. <laughs> so should we jump into trivia Jen do you want to ask your question to Carissa first yes I would love to so Carissa do you know how many stars are in the Leo constellation oh my god no I have no idea (laughs) (laughs) I love it 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 should but no (laughs) do you want to do you want to wager a guess hmm Okay. Oh gosh. This is just like randomly throwing something out. I have no idea. 20. <laughs> okay. Actually, you know, what's so funny is, um, you 20 is, a, is a, an important number for the Leo constellation. So there are 20 galaxies in a Leo constellation, which is one of the largest. So can you imagine wow. 20 galaxies oh. inside of it? And they've actually scientists have found actually planets that revolve around specific stars in the Leo constellation. So that's pretty cool. You, you yes. guess. <laughs> You had some good intuition there, but there are only nine stars, which is actually still a very large constellation. So there are nine stars, only a constellation and 20 galaxies. Oh, wow. Interesting. Huh. So do the other signs also have galaxies? Does everybody have galaxies? Like, how does that work with all of the other signs and planets? Yes, I'm assuming that they do, but I actually don't know off the top of my head what, what all of them are. So I'll have to get back to you on that. But they do have different galaxies. And, that, and that's another thing is Leo does have one of the largest amount of galaxies as well. Huh. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. learn something new every day, right? I know. I love this. <laughs> 20 galaxies for your birthday, August 20th. Yes. Yes. So, love that's it. synchronous. So, Carissa, this might be a little easier. Um, in, the, <laughs> I don't know, in the Chinese zodiac, which, you know, is different, very different from ours, um, what animal replaced the lion? Mmm. Is it the pig, the boar? No. <laughs> okay, no idea again. Oh. Sorry, no I didn't mean to say, it's the tiger. Oh, yes. So, so I'm thinking of like, I know I'm a boar. <laughs> oh, we got it. That's your year. <laughs> yes, but it's based on the year. So, okay, the tiger. I actually did know that, to be, to be fair. <laughs> I believe you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so a long time ago, the the lion was deemed as too ferocious and Hmm. notorious. So they actually, um, the emperor, the Jade emperor replaced the lion with the tiger. So that is why. um, And I think also there aren't as many lions in China or maybe none. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, I don't think there would be any, I'm not certain on that, but I don't think so. It would be the tiger. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, Good job, though. <laughs> I tried. I told you I was awful at trivia, so I proved myself right. <laughs> you were very bold with your, your answers and the fact that you either didn't know or, you know, you had a guess. So very little. <laughs> this has been so much fun, Carissa, having you on. I think, you know, you have so much wisdom to share and you know yourself so well. Go figure. Um, <laughs> but it's beautiful. And you just really inspired me to today. And, um, yeah, Jen, I know 
I don't know how you feel. Are you two going to be friends now? And I get to. I was just going to say. I was just going to say thank you so much for introducing me to Carissa because we are definitely going dancing. I'm a Gemini cusp, by the way, Gemini Cancer cusp. So I have some Gemini in me, and um, my Leo is in my 12th house, which is your subconscious. So I'm Mm. definitely um, like a Leo subconsciously. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So we've got. We've got. We're going to have some great synergy. I just know it. And I'm just going to fly in just to to join because I have to be there. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Yes, I am totally down. And thank you so much for inviting me. Like, I've been really honored to be here. And it's been awesome just to, you know, chat with y'all. This was super fun. (laughs) I love you. It's a pleasure. Love you. Miss you, Kara. Miss you. (laughs) All right. Y'all have fun. Take care.